Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. Find out more how you can get this podcast early and ad-free by subscribing at patreon.com slash sunranto, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. You're getting this show a week late, and you don't have to. It only costs a dollar a month. Uh, You don't want to be late during the baseball season. Uh, You'll miss something. So why don't you subscribe and support this podcast? Otherwise, you're going to have to listen to ads this entire show. And that's on you. So, anyway, here's the show. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Do it! Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game Let's go, Covey Sunranto Michael Cotton Sunranto Michael Cotton Sunranto more fun to watch you turn purple while you're doing it i love that we're tv stars now because i could just look at you running out of breath you know oh it's so it's so satisfying yeah. um I'm, I'm excited too because i'm i'm sitting right next to an open window in the new podcast studio and i believe that my neighbors are n- like in the backyard and i know they can hear me yeah, they're like, what's with the weird new neighbor yelling gibberish? <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, well, uh, welcome to the Sunranto show. The voice you just heard was High Cotton, who's not quite as high anymore because he's in flat old Iowa instead of uh, instead of uh, up in the mountains. He's okay. taking the Iowa shuttle. Yeah, flat flat cotton doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Flat cotton. <laughs> This is teeth are kind of rotten. Um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh yeah. See, th- that's one reason we could have you on the show. You have you have beautiful teeth, Michael. I have not had a cavity uh, since I got my adult teeth. That's I. I only have I have very few things to be proud of in my life, and that's that's one of them. Unfortunately, you still mostly have baby teeth, so that's that's good. <laughs> and they're full of cavities, and uh, of course. Uh, doesn't look like you're living in a tree can't put uh you know blinds like that in a tree no 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 i'm back in illinois i have come back from wisconsin momentarily while it's raining i figured if it's raining i come back home get a few things done and then i'm back up to wisconsin tomorrow night yeah Uh, now how's it looking up there in wisconsin because you know 
we got this kind of news today. I don't want to just jump into some baseball shit real quick, but like we got some kind of news that, you know, maybe there could be fans at some of these games, like 20% maybe, but not right away, but eventually. So, you know, you okay, I know the Chicago Dogs are going to be playing up in Wisconsin. Is it way more open up there than it is down here? Like, do you really notice the difference between there? The- there is no COVID in Wisconsin. It is, it is literally like it never happened. Like it doesn't exist. Like they know you are from Illinois. You, they know you're a fib. For those of you that don't know, that stands for fucking Illinois bastard. Uh, they know you, they know you're a fib if you're wearing a mask. There, if you're if you're from Wisconsin, like you do not wear a mask. Like I, 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 I like it's weird. Like I don't know. There's no social distancing. Like you know how in our stores, like there's like those like little foot markers for us to yeah, know. Like, this way, nobody nobody does that. By the way, nobody does it. They, they don't even they don't even have it up there. Like they don't even have it up there. No, I was in, I was in line to get like a barbecue pork chop sandwich, and there's a guy like I could feel his breath on me. I was like, ah, freaking out. It was a disaster. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I I was uh my sister and I were considering like meeting. She lives in New York City, and so we were considering maybe like meeting in the middle and driving to like somewhere in Pennsylvania. And I was like, you know what? I don't really need to go to Pennsylvania right now. <laughs> like I, I know that, you know, there's just no reason. I just stay kind of where everybody's masking up and chilling out. And maybe there'll somewhere will there'll be baseball soon, which is just a mile south of me. Um, so a couple of announcements real quick. Uh, first of all, I want to thank all of our uh, Patreon subscribers. Uh, we've had a couple people because uh, if at the $5 level, uh, you get all access to all the music I make throughout the year. There's been a little less music this year because there's nothing to write about, except a, a Bleacher Bum Band is finishing the album, and at the five dollar level, you get that. So a couple people put up their pledges. So thank you very much for supporting uh, Cubs music because it's uh, I'm already in for like a grand just making this damn album, and um, and so far we've made uh, I believe ten dollars in sales. So we're we're chipping away at the big music loss. But, um, and also the, thank you to a very special sub, uh, subscriber who, you know, who you are, who temporarily upped their pledge. And I really appreciate that because hey, uh, life in COVID sucks. <laughs> so it, it really blows. Um, yeah. If you want to subscribe, you get those show early and ad free by going on patreon.com slash sunranto. And it's very easy. And I thank all you guys that are doing it. And this show's brought, I just want to point out this show is brought to you by all those people because otherwise we'd just quit because uh you know there'd be no reason to talk about the cubs at all without you um so actually that's not true well there's no uh, no i i wouldn't quit there would just be it wouldn't go anywhere <laughs> it would just be, i'd be alone in my room you'd you'd yell sun ranto and then nothing else would happen into uh, a void and then uh <laughs> look so at the the first single dropped uh, Rob Manfred hates baseball just dropped on uh, Friday, I believe. And uh, that's the first single off the album out of left field uh, by the bleacher bums. There'll be eight more songs, maybe nine. And uh, if you, so I'm going to try to release one a week until we get some baseball going on. So I'm, and at the end of this show, I'll play the whole version. You can buy the song uh, for $2 at bleacherbum.band. Bleacherbum.band, which I should have a banner created from that, but I do not. Uh, so why don't you just um, uh, go go buy it? It's two bucks. And uh, what else? Oh, Crawley, uh, why don't you uh, tell me about some uh, shirts that you sell? Well, those of you that like Pat Virgil's <laughs> <laughs> He's been in Wisconsin too long. Well... 
Well, we got these get out the tape measure long gone. We have fastened those seatbelts. We have a whole bunch in there. Again, as long as people are patient, you know, with the COVID, it's been a little bit crazy. Uh, I do want to give a shout out here to my guy, Tyler Barger. He just got his shirt in the other day. Uh, they're really good quality shirts, and uh, they are sponsored by Pat Hughes. Anything else is a fake phony. These are the only Pat Hughes endorsed shirts. So they're really cool. You can get them at www.crawleysclubhouse.com. That's where you would pick them up. So if you go to my Twitter bio or my Facebook page, whatever, you'll see links to get there. And uh, they're a lot of fun. Um, and uh, like I said, we want to do as much as we can to support Pat because he's a national treasure. And uh, plus, he's out of a job right now. So he's not even getting any money except for the money from these shirts. <laughs> so help Pat out, man. Help Pat out. You know, yeah, we're, we're, we got the hat out for Pat. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and then you have something else to plug, which is these cool ass bobbleheads, Day of the Dead. Those I- of you that know me know I, I love my bobbleheads, and this is the newest one. It's made by Focal. You can see a little Cubby logo right here. You can see his little Cubby guitar. It says Chicago Cubs on the bass. Uh, they're made by Foco. They're the Day of the Dead bobbleheads. And if you know anything about Foco, they have some great stuff, and they usually end up um, selling out pretty quickly. So I'll put a link up here, and I'll also kind of put it later on in my Twitter and in my Facebook because I just got I just got it. So I put the link up there for you. Um, and and hopefully, like I said, uh, if you're interested, these are really the thing about Foco is they're really high quality. They're not like the cheap ones that you get at the game. So sometimes, like you know, you go to Wrigley and they're like got like shitty like painting or something. This stuff's pretty high quality, and this is very unique. So I love it. it. I, yeah. I, I'm not a bobblehead guy either. I mean, I don't collect anything, but those are incredible. How much does that cost? Uh, it's around thirty-five to forty dollars, but they're always on sale or something like that. But the thing about them is, is they sell out quick, and then once they sell out, if you ever want to go back, you got to go on the secondary market, and they're like a ripoff. Then, yeah, yeah, no, you because you bobblehead people are crazy because one, because once they're limited edition, if people really want it, then it it really raises in value. That's the same as every everything, but but you guys Wait. are totally crazy. Yeah, yeah, I just want to know. I want to know, Crawley. Uh, are my beanie babies still any worth anything? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, beanie, the beanie, the beanie baby market has dropped, but I still got a couple uh. of them. I don't know if you have uh, Gracie the Swan. Oh my God! What <laughs> Gracie the Swan I, beanie baby was was the big one, and then there was the Harry. That, that's what I call it after a long night of drinking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the the morning after Gracie the Swan. <laughs> greasy, <laughs> greasy. Yeah, but I gotta uh, grease the swan. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they're not worth as much as they once were. But you know, for for collectors, especially like Cubs uh, SGA collectors, it's still got a little bit of value. That is the only bobblehead I've ever seen that I would like to keep, except for the John Baker Day bobblehead with the broken fist that I. <laughs> um, th- those are one of a kind. Um, and uh, I guess the last thing, speaking of John Baker Day. Um, I, until a season is announced, there's really nothing I can do as far as saying how the hell is all going to go down because, you know, we don't know if there will be a season still, uh, where the hell John Baker will be, um, what he'll be doing sometime around John Baker Day. But uh, all signs are pointing to the fact that they will implement a season, which sounds so draconian. Implement. That's no fun. <laughs> you know. So so John right now, you know, being a mental skills coordinator, I have to assume that like the only mental skills he's working on is like getting these guys to make it through this isolation, right? 
I mean, I have no idea what he's doing. I mean, Keeping I him motivated. I don't know. I mean, they're all scattered about. And I think a lot of what he did was one-on-ones. I mean, I'm sure it's turned into Zoom calls and stuff like that. I haven't really asked him about it. But I know that he's in Arizona, which, you know, that's not really a place you want to really be right now. And oh, uh, ever. Ever. Know, <laughs> especially in, in the middle of summer, too. It's like 100 degrees and everybody's got COVID. It's like the worst. <laughs> it's like basically hell, you know. But, uh, you know, it's he's down there. And hopefully um, – you know, we can figure this out as soon as the season is announced. Uh, him and I will hammer out, you know, how we're going to do it in some way. But I guarantee it's not going to be. It's going to be on Zoom, and I don't think it's going to be anywhere specific. But I just wanted to let everybody know that we are still planning on doing. It. I said it last week. I'm still hoping we do, and we're going to raise money for a Black Lives Matter related charity. Um, so that's that's the plan. So look for that. And uh, save uh, the entire week of July 29th through August 3rd for me. Pardon the interruption, but the Sunranto Show is sponsored by the good people at Bet Online. Uh, as you might have noticed, the sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. Uh, but right now, uh, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer have all resumed play, and Bet Online has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. Now, if you need more, Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or your mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. And we thank them for sponsoring the Sun Ranto Show. Um, that's it for <laughs> the, the entire week of a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Save the well, what does because like we can't make any plans. Nobody can that's involved in baseball right now. All we've done, I've been going on the rant Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every day for a while. We stopped having guests, and all we do is talk about the new plan that the owners and the players are kicking around that doesn't happen. Nobody can agree to shit. It's very disheartening, and I'm sick of talking about it in many ways. But of course, we're gonna have to. T- there was a lot of news today, but in fact, I don't think we should start there. Can't we start with something nice? Positive. Positivity. Ed Howard is a millionaire. That kid is, well, what happened to Michael? <laughs> He's like, no, I'll come back when they get negative. <laughs> uh, Ed Howard signs for a full slot, three point some odd million. I don't know what it was altogether, but, you know, how cool, man. 18 years old, work your whole life. You're good at baseball, good looking, good looking, and now you're a millionaire. Can life get better for that kid? At three point seven five million, so he signs for a slot, and you know it, it's really, um, you know, in, in a time when there's not a lot of good feel good stories in sports, this is definitely one of them. To kind of think of when he was with the Jackie Robinson West Little League team, and so a lot of us felt. I remember being at Wrigley, and there was a rain delay, and this is when they used to have the big ass box TVs up all over the stadium, you know, before the nice flat screens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and I remember I remember a rain delay watching the Jackie Robinson West team, and now that kid's going to be hopefully one day playing at Wrigley Field. It'd be exciting to watch. He's He's got the tools. And, you know, a lot of people panic, but uh, I was on a Zoom call. They had one of those Zoom calls again uh, this week for season ticket holders, and this one involved, you know, Jed, uh, Jed Hoyer and Theo. Um, it wasn't, like I said, it was pretty basic. It was an hour, but probably could have gone 30 minutes. But, uh, 
you know, they did talk about, you know, what a great, you, you know, it takes a little time for these players to develop. So, yeah, we got Javi Baez now. But remember that this kid's not going to be ready for about five years, roughly-ish. Yeah, so, the fact that they picked him up really actually bodes well for a team that has not yet given Javi the extension that we all want. So when Javi starts to come up on that, uh, you know, if, heaven forbid, he's allowed to hit the you know, the open market, then there is a Howard in the system coming up behind him, something to, you know, maybe ease our pain a little bit. And the one thing Fields kind of talked about is, is that, you know, usually your best athletes are your center fielders or your shortstops. And so a lot of these guys kind of come up, oh, he's a shortstop, they can move around the diamond. And that gives you a lot of versatility. If you remember the Cubs in 2015, when they went on that run, especially after the all-star break and made it to the NLCS, you know, they had three quality shortstops in Addison Russell, Javi Baez and Starlin Castro at the time. So it's like, you know, you don't sit there and look at your roster and say like, uh, you know, do, you know, whatchamacallit, uh, you know, we have too many, you know, quality shortstops. No, no one ever said that. You can well, move when came up, he played third a lot. Remember that he played third a ton, then he was over at second. I mean, that's why he never had a chance for the gold glove. Uh, and in fact, like that, that's probably where he'll end up if he's still on the team when uh, Howard comes up. Because right. Howard, or you can him to second. You can, there's so much you can do. Yeah. And, and so it's not a worry. This is a good kid. And like I said, he's done it. Uh, you know, at the highest level, when you talk about a little league world series, you know what I mean? He's been in high pressure situations before. It doesn't phase him. The kid is absolutely relaxed. And, and, and like I said, you never know. I mean, he may be the next Glabar Torres that gets us a piece that's really critical for the next level of Cubs. But what you want to do is really repopulate the system with high ceiling talent. Remember yeah, when we used to talk about all the, shortstops that the Cubs had Danny you you and I like it was I don't know a full year worth of what are we gonna do with all these shortstops yeah well yeah well we we traded them <laughs> we traded them away every one of them every single one of them and um which is, which is fine I mean if you if that's what you got to do I mean but the Cubs farm system was one of the shittiest over the last bunch of years so it's kind of it's nice and it's been a while since we've had anybody exciting kind of coming through you got like they got like Brennan Davis and he'll be, you know, I guess he'll be a while too. And, uh, you know, Miguel Amaya is a couple years away. We don't know about Braylon Marquez yet. Um, Nico we saw last year. So there's like, you know, it's kind of nice to have a couple of exciting dudes because it's been a while. And, 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 you, and, and what Cub fans remember is that's actually a good thing because most of the time when you're a good team, you don't get those top 10 draft picks, you know. And so that's what the Cubs did. They built a team. They have a bunch of – solid uh they, they were able to win that world series they were able to make the playoffs three years in a row uh you know and, and unfortunately they didn't get to draft a lot and they had to trade away a lot of players but in the meantime you know you had a really good run and hopefully they'll have one more crack at it this year you know if the baseball guards are willing or even if they i mean i think they should win the world series this year but i i really think it's totally with an asterisk if, you know every if, everybody if, should win the world series this yeah, year let's all, in fact let's just all win it i win the world series we all get rigs you get a ring look right. under the chair <laughs> no it's uh you know and then uh, i'm excited you know and i'm more excited i mean i, I mean that's really cool we're not going to see him for a while but i'm the guy i'm most excited about is that dude burl caraway Looking into him, hard throw at lefty, and we could actually see him 
maybe this year. If there is a year, we'll definitely see him next year. But, you know, he's like six foot tall, throws real hard from the left side. Like he could be a great piece in the bullpen and use him right away because uh, he's a college pitcher and stuff. So, and then, you know, they'll, they'll give him a little pitch lab, you know, set him, set him to hot of his pitch lab. Well, I haven't used that drop for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He also, he also sings uh, Holly Jolly Christmas like a, Goddamn champ. Have a holly jolly. <laughs> yeah, what's that's Burl Ives. Uh, oh, God damn it. I, Burl Ives, graduate of Eastern Illinois University, I might add. <laughs> no <laughs> Panthers. Welcome to Pitch Lab. Bienvenidos a Pitch Lab. There it is. Um, so, I don't know. And then I, I guess they'll try to sign all the other guys. I, they said, did they sign that Cohen Moreno kid? Talk about a guy that's not going to be around for a while, but that's he's just like probably a starting pitcher with a lot of raw talent out of high school. But that means we're not going to see him for five, six years, probably. Right, and and so they'll, they'll start to come. Hopefully, like I said, sooner rather than later. But it is, you know, I, I feel like we talked about this last week. It was, I think, it was one of the better drafts we've had in a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about all these guys and like Jordan Nwogu, raw power, uh, left fielder, probably uh, Luke Little. You know, hard another hard throwing lefty. Like it'd be so nice if the Cubs had one one pitcher come out of their system. And I mean, I get who do we have last year that was good that came out for our system or guys that came out of of our system. I mean, did anybody really impress you? Uh, uh, God. The, the 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 weak Wick brothers are the ones, but the the Wick brothers were good. Uh, and then they weren't out of our system. They were trades. And when I when I was on that. When I, when I was on that Zoom call, that was what was brought up about the pitch lab. They did bring it up, Theo and Jed, about how they did make some adjustments uh, to the weak Wick brothers. And so, uh, you know, but out of our system system, you know. Kyle Ryan kind of impressed. No. Ad, Adbert Alzale, he had the one game. Yeah. Right? And, then he, and then he tipped his hat. And he tipped his hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got sent down for being an asshole. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I mean, yeah, but there's nobody – I mean, Marquez is probably the most touted pitcher. If he's a bust, then I don't know what you know, there'd be any. And it's all bull, bullpen stuff, but there's not been any starters. Alzali maybe could be, but I bet you he ends up. They're even saying Marquez might end up more as a closer type because he throws so hard and don't you know don't necessarily want him out there for uh, you know six seven innings. You know, may, may yeah. just may just not be able to make it that long. Well, they, then he's going to be throwing ninety four, and then he's got to have stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. as opposed to just coming in and mowing dudes down with you know ninety nine degree heat, um, degree <laughs> mouth <Mild problem>. <laughs> whatever. It's freaking hey, hot, man. I, I know. Look at me. I'm sweating. I got my air conditioner on right next to me, but it's just humid today. It's been raining a bunch, and you know, um. Anyway, uh, now let's get into some <laughs> the bullshit. Um, wah, wah. Are, are we going to set a timer on this one again? Well, no, because I mean, I, I don't. What's there to say? It's the same shit as last time. It, it except for that today they v- voted it down, and the Cubs voted yes through their rep Ian Hap. They were one of five teams to vote yes. I heard that the Marlin. Well, no, no, was it the Marlins? Marlins, the Reds. The Rockies, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's uh, it, but it basically wasn't a close vote. It was Thirty-three to five. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Close. Does it feel like every team 
that voted yes, those are the guys whose ownership may be the owners that don't want to play the game. Like maybe they were giving them a big fuck you. Like, you know, hey, you guys on these teams, because your owners are trying to can the whole season, you vote yes just yeah. to do this to the owners. I That is a really good point. Because uh, they like, say it's like six six to eight of them. We don't really know. So maybe it's five. The heckler, the heckler made me laugh when they said, players wonder if Rob Manford has gone too far with his pace of play solution by trying to cancel the entire season. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it, but it's, I mean, it's true. I, I think that some owners do want to, I mean, we know this already that some owners want to cancel the season. And it, it and that seems really strange to me. What, you know, why they would want to do that when, you know, they, they obviously can still insurance. I'll bet they have insurance and if they don't play a single game. They can probably cash in on not having a season. Uh, I like think they shorted I think, themselves or something. Yeah. Every, every team has insurance. I think to me, more of the issue that's going to end up happening here is you're going to have with, with, with some of the, I'm trying to figure it out exactly because the Cubs are obviously a large market team. And we talked about the percentage that they claim they get through day of game sales and gates. Okay. 70% they said. 70% is what Ricketts uh, threw out on the radio. So I think part of the question is, is how do the, how did the, what do those teams have in common? And that's what I'm trying to figure out because I can tell you for sure the Cubs want a season right now. They have this whole TV deal hinging on having games on there, this whole Comcast fight. Again, I'm going on with what Crane Kenny said, but that that negotiations were picking up during spring training, and then the Rona hit, and now all of a sudden there's no games. And so Comcast, why would they make a deal with Marquee? Marquee drop. Why would they make a deal with Marquee if there's uh, – he's, he's fucking hitting you over the head with this one, Danny. Marquee Network. <laughs> We have against the Marquee Network. <laughs> but, but you know, Marquee wants to play. So, I mean. We'll be booing about that in a year. <laughs> you guys won't, you won't be booing about the Marquee Network in one year. <laughs> I like to do that. I like to pretend I'm Ricketts. Little, I, little so mini house Ricketts. I'm trying to figure out why the Cubs would be like lumped in with the Marlins and some of the other guys, uh, you know, the, the Reds <laughs> and some of those other guys in there that, you know, you kind of are dealing with. So I, I, I don't know. All I know right now is is that uh, baseball's in a lot of trouble. That's that's where we are right now. Baseball is in a lot of trouble, and regardless, they already failed. Oh, big! You time. Know, I mean, July fourth, they could have been open, even though the Rhone is like rising everywhere, and it's really too dangerous. We we didn't even talk about the seven Phillies players that tested positive, and the forty people around the major leagues that tested positive, and that's not without even testing everybody. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a worldwide pandemic, and they could have still gone on July 4th, and they didn't get that done. Instead, they're going to go like sometime during the, the third wave. Right. You no, know, they, this was a tweet by Robert the third Murray. Third wave. Yeah. And Robert Murray wrote that Major League Baseball had a chance to be the first sport back and dominate TV ratings. Now, according to Bob Nightingale, so I know take it, you know, people want to take that with a grain of salt, but the earliest now we're looking at is a July 29th start date. So now MLB will come after the NBA and the NHL and right around the time football starts. 
So a complete failure. You you had the opportunity to have the spotlight on your sport. Here's yep. baseball. We know everything sucks right now. We know you're watching Lion King for the 10th time or Tiger King or whatever the fuck it's called. Here's <laughs> baseball. Watch baseball. And you could have gotten it done. Every, the moment that shut down the players and the owners and everyone could have gotten together, put it out there and had a nice product that everybody would have had all eyes on. And instead now they've completely fucked up. They're, they need time to get, you know, the, the commissioner has, we were, Danny and I were joking before the show, maybe Manfred's going to announce the season. And so for those of you that don't know, if an agreement didn't come between the owners and the players, Rob Manfred as the commissioner could unilaterally impose like a 60 to 55 game season. Or as and, low as 48. As low as 48. And, and, and so now it's in Manfred's court, really, at this point, unless some sort of late night deal breaks through, which well, does because of the March agreement. Right. Correct. Is that Correct. so? Um, and I did one thing about July 29th being opening day is it's John Baker Day. And I did enjoy what John Baker tweeted out when that happened. John he goes, July 29th is hashtag John Baker Day. So I'll allow it. Hashtag <laughs> Fiesta forever as he retweets Bob Slob Nightingale. Now, Slob Nightingale said a 60-game season, and that seems wrong. I See, I think why would they implement a 60-game season when they don't want to play that many games? The, the owners were more like 54 before, and if they're not getting their expanded playoffs and then they're not getting their, you know, all the, the – cons- what else were they, they were going to get? They were going to get the expanded playoffs for two years. And DH. all the owner money, you know, they were going to get a DH. <laughs> they were going to – which I don't know why the owners – that seems like more of a give to the players – why yeah, would it, it, that, that, that's what it was. it was. It was a concession to the players. Yeah, that's because that's a 15, that's 15 higher paying jobs. I've actually seen it, though, as uh, listed as a win for the owners for I know, some do reason. You, do which, you guys understand that at all? No. I, I mean, unless unless something changed while everybody in the world was out there, you know, like caving to the pressure of the DH – the players' association is like, you know what? Hey, what what, what about a curveball here? Let's just not have a DH anymore. We won't go for it. I don't know. Right. Maybe, maybe maybe it's just reverse psychology like you do with a kid. You're like, hey, owners, we don't want the DH. And the owner's like, we'll give you a fucking DH, oh and you'll love it. <laughs> rabbit season, rabbit season, duck season. <laughs> Remember that old? Yeah. I don't even think they play that cartoon anymore because they just banned guns in Bugs Bunny. No, they they didn't ban guns. They're just making new ones, but the new ones won't have guns. The old ones still have guns. Oh, I didn't didn't really look into it. You can have all the gun violence you want, Danny, in your children's television. As long as it's not in my alley. Now, (laughs) again, as we kind of look at things here, though, the fact that they're still fighting over this just kind of just so ridiculous. and, and, And I'm... You know, we were joking. We were talking about um, the Sammy Sosa, uh, about the McGuire Sammy Sosa documentary. I can tell you guys, you know, we're roughly about the same age, you know, and, and uh, you know, I know we have a couple of boomers on here like Bill Sugars and, and we have some younger viewers here. But I was one of those people that was so fed up after the strike of 94. I probably consumed a lot less baseball uh, 90, 95, 96, 97. Sosa and McGuire got me back into baseball. I'll, I'll be the you know, the first to kind of jump on that. And, and uh, you know, I don't really know if, if MLB has anyone that can save them from themselves again. 
What more is going steroids. to get people interested in, you know? More steroids. And, and, the, and, and when we get frustrated here is that the 30 franchises are combined value of $50 billion. And it would have only taken $150 million to kind of get yourself into that middle ground area and, and work out a negotiation. And they couldn't do it. And, and that's where people are frustrated is this is all happening over the slightest amount of money. It, I think it comes out to close to like $8 million per team, which yeah. when you talk about Tom Ricketts, that's like lunch money. Yeah. Right. He found that in his couch yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. And it's all because the CBA is going to come up. You know, that's why, because, you know, once they implement something, uh, you know, we were talking about this on the rant today with Evan Altman and, and John Felice. And because once they implement something like ads on your uniforms, like, you know, Evan was saying, uh, oh, the W, the Wintrust W on the sleeve and the Wintrust buys that, you know, once that comes in, it's not going away. You know what I mean? Like, nope, the, nope, nope. nothing yeah. is going away once it comes. Yeah, not, nothing is not, going not the, away. It's not the expanded playoffs, not the stuff on uniforms. None of that shit is going away. I, and I have been on top of this for months, been saying that. That the big thing that I am that I hate the most about this is that all this shit that they put in there, it will be here forever. We will, you know, we will have, you know, instead of a Cubs, the, eventually the Cubs are going to be relegated to a small C or the, the crawling bear on the thing is going to be wind trust right across the chest. I had to laugh at this one. This one, this one comes in from our friend, Lord of thunder. It's a, a Pat Hughes on the radio. So imagine it's a nice summer day and, and you got your club 400 beer, whatever you're drinking. And you hear Pat's golden voice, the Cubs wearing gray trousers brought to you by gold coast bank logo. You won't strike out with gold coast bank. Blue Tops brought to you by Little Caesars. When you're ready, it's hot and ready. And Ron Coomer gets to say pizza, pizza. Pan, pan. <laughs> and Hughes, Blue Caps brought to you by Ford. Go further. It's just, I, am, I am one of those traditionalists. This, and I know, I, I, I couldn't stand the Nike swish. That minor right. little swish. Ugly. Just an out of place. Just like aesthetically ugly. I, it literally, so when, when, I don't know, for those of you that live near the Chicagoland area, the majestic jerseys, the jerseys they've been wearing for years were on sale 50% off. And so I went in and bought a couple because I will never wear one of those ugly Nike, like, like my OCD starts freaking out when I see it. I can't even imagine what's going to happen when they do this NASCAR ass looking shit where there's just going to be <laughs> patches everywhere and it's just gonna look fucking awful they're, they're all gonna look, uniforms they're, man. they're all gonna look like m&m's guy at the white Sox game <laughs> just yeah patches all over uh, yeah but i mean we should take an ad i mean maybe we could like rent out some space on schwarber's ass or something like that oh, we're, we're gonna need a lot more patreon money <laughs> yeah no, we, no 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 but we, we could have this put this is fergie jenkins you're listening to sean randall the 69th beth cup podcast well, that's what it makes me think of. It makes me think of like a uh, cameo. Like you can just like cameo out the players, you know, you get your patch on there for a day, you know, you know, just kind of like a brick outside of Wrigley field, put your little message on like yeah. Chris Bryant's inner thigh. Yeah. Sun, like Dan Nielsen writes in Sunranto brought to you by preparation H 
Well, seriously, it, it is sometimes brought to you by <laughs> because I'm sitting here. We can't sit here this long without yeah. it. We got two hour shows. Yeah, we're all guys. We got those little donut seats. You just can't see it. Yeah, right. The donut oh. seat. I put it in like four suppositories before we even started this thing. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, I was listening to the Purple Dinosaur podcast. Uh, it's the Rockies podcast that I listen to. Um, very much uh, similar to us in thought process, but they were bitching about the ads. The ads are actually the, the, the actual Jersey that they're wearing. That is an ad for the Chicago Cubs. Cubs, Yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's when you turn on the TV, if you don't know what you're watching, it's on their Jersey. Yeah. You're like, that's the Chicago Cubs. Cubs versus Cardinals. It says right there on their Jersey. It's advertising for the team to make money. They just need more money. More. Yeah. They want more. So if you were watching that, they played a couple international games. I think the last, what was last? They were supposed to play London this year, but they played um, in Mexico last year. And if you saw it, they were, they were experimenting it with it. Then they had like Ford written on the helmets and stuff like that. And so I'm just, uh, you know, this has been this has been something they've been dreaming about. Oh, yeah. And so the NBA's done it. And people are telling me not to freak out. It's fine, but it's just like, no, man, I, I don't like it. I just don't. They already ruined Pat's radio broadcast. They already ruined it. They have they have added since they moved over to the score. They have added so many ads in the middle of the broadcast. You know, like this strikeout brought to you by blah blah blah, and this. You and know, that's the most annoying is like every time somebody strikes out, he hits an ad. Yeah. And, or, and the worst broadcast, and it's a shame because I, I enjoy them. Otherwise, John Sterling and Susan Woldman, I believe is her name, who do the Yankees. You ever listen to that broadcast? The Yankees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's like strike one brought to you by, you know, Grace Papaya Hot Dogs. Strike two brought to you by, you know, Goldman Sachs. I mean, it's it's on and on and on. It's relentless. And Pat's, you know, they've been doing it. So they eke out every dollar they put, and it's all ad-supported, uh, which is, by the way, why I love that we're Patreon-supported and don't really do ads on this show because I fucking hate ads. And they ruin everything. Like, if I had to stop right now and be like, why don't you go with my bookie? Which is like our, you know, or, or bet online or whatever the fuck ad we do now. <laughs> Until I said that. But I put him later on in the show and put it on the free version of our podcast, you know, the non-Patreon. You got to suffer through me stumbling through a fucking ad about something I don't care about. So, and and some of you are going to hear that very soon. Maybe that's the, uh, the break in the show that I'll put at... Maybe that's the whole ad right there. Exactly. There's there's your ad bet online. Um, anyhow, um, uh, I lost my train of thought. It ruins everything. See, but I, you know, there's a, couple, there's a couple other things. There's a couple other things to kind of take a look at here. There, it's the uh, the uniform having the advertisement on uniform was one thing. Um, everybody knows we've talked about Michael's hatred of implementing the universal DH. A couple other things kind of going through here. Number one. The idea that there could be ties, and we've talked about that before. I love it. The oh. runner, on, the runners on second in extra innings. No, just tie. That, the the runner on second in extra innings Hate changes it. the fabric of the game. The tie actually wouldn't. Like I'm 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 in on ties. I'm out on. Uh, you know, Joey gets to go to second. 
How about this one? You can allow players to re-enter a game. So rather than a player being burned, you used them, you used your pinch hitter, they're done. Now they can come back. They can re-enter no. a game. They're just trying to take any yeah. bit of strategy out of this game yeah. whatsoever. We're just, you know, we're just not going to strategize at all, yeah. like ever yeah. again. Ghost runners on second. Yeah. Are you allowed to say that anymore? Or is that offensive to ghosts? <laughs> no, ghosts are white. And, Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. Cool. And <laughs> the other thing that we're, the other thing that we're looking at is the potential of a um, sixteen-team. Off uh, postseason, uh, so, terrible. And I hate when people say, "Hey, more baseball is great. More baseball is more baseball, and we all want more baseball." Mm, so, no. Let me ask you this: I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you guys here. Out of all of these things, you get to throw only one of them out. Okay, you can only throw one of them out. So you can pick any one of these, and anyone in the comment section, you can add to it. Out of the things that I mentioned, if you could say this is the one I definitely want out, no, that's a deal breaker. We have the DH, universal DH, mm-hmm. eyes, runners yep. on second and extra innings, allowing players to re-enter games, and a postseason with sixteen teams. And you could only so throw out one. Throw out one of those. Every one of the rules is going to stay. One of them will not, and you have your choice. Danny, right, what, what do you want out there? Let's hear it, Danny. I, I think I might just because I it makes no sense to me the players coming in and out of the game, and and I and that's you know not that big of a deal I guess but it's just so it feels like you should have to burn your your dude, you know like burn a pinch hitter and burn you know I I don't see how that helps anything in the game it's just a stupid idea like it doesn't you know how, make a game you know how when you're in, uh, if, if you've sat through a sixteen or seventeen inning game. And now you don't have anybody left to pinch hit. You don't have anybody left to come out of the bullpen. It's where you get your John Bakers or some of the other guys that are going to throw, you know, position players pitching those type of things. That's how the game ends. Yeah. Well, just once you're fucking burned and everybody's burned and the ball boy has to go out there and throw 40 miles per hour, game's going to be over at some point. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. John John Pincus agrees with you, Danny. He does not like re-entry. Michael Cotton. Just All right, it. what do you think I'm going to pick? I don't think yeah. you're going to pick it, but I'll, I'll go for the crowd saying the universal DH, but I know that's not what you're going to pick. No, it's not what I'm going to pick. Uh, I I hate the 16 teams. Bill Sugas. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. On, I'm on with that because it is an absolute travesty of all <laughs> sports, you know, when they do that because you're getting – Losing teams, making your postseason tournament. What is the point of that? It's it's garbage, and it makes a postseason run, which is supposed to be exciting, last three months, and you don't give a shit anymore. I I still do not watch the like the first two rounds of the NBA or NHL playoffs because why should you? Who gives a shit? Those teams that are playing at that time shouldn't even be there. Well, one of the teams should be there. And if they lose, it it's just a, a messed up situation. Like, they shouldn't have to – you know, you got your best team in there playing for three months, you know, and it just wears them out and they ended up with injuries. And then some fucking number eight team, like the L.A. Kings, jumps in and wins because they had a, a good goalie for, you know, a month and a half. 
Right. It doesn't reward the teams that were good throughout the whole season. And that's, that's just the crap of it. And I'm a hundred percent with you and Bill Sugas that the 16 team postseason is all, that's where the big TV money is generated is your postseason. Cause honestly, like you have your diehard baseball fans, you have your fans that kind of watch maybe one team, but then the postseason is where you're av- where you're kind of not big fans come in just because it's exciting. And that's, what's being talked about in the water cooler. And it, so it, for it, me, go ahead, Michael. Oh, I, I no, go ahead. I, I I, I've said all along that to me, and obviously I'm biased. I love baseball more than any other sport, but I think the postseason in baseball, the way it's currently constructed and has been the last few years, is the. I don't think it can be improved on. That's that's approved on. I uh, um, improved on. I'm sorry. I think that just having the the three division winners each, you know, kind of getting to chill and may, force the wild card team to play a one game to just get in, and and that puts them at such a significant disadvantage. That it may winning the division something I think a sport. Oh, we're we're losing Crawley there a little bit. Yeah, um, got that terrible Illinois internet now. Uh, yeah, if and, and, if anybody's on the fence about the expanded playoffs, by the way, uh, you'd get like five series with national broadcasters like Joe Buck and uh, <laughs> Vaskersian and uh, oh, all these guys. So. A-Rod. Fucking A Rod. Oh, oh my God. Just remember, every extra game they add is an extra Joe Buck game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Think about that. Well, check t- check this out too. I'm looking at it right here. Last year's standing. So you'd have eight teams per league in yeah. in there and in and, and, and the playoffs. Well, that would make the Texas Rangers at seventy eight and eighty four a playoff team. Last yeah. Year. Losing Last record. Year. 17 team. and 84, um, 18 games out of the wild card, <laughs> and, and they somehow got a chance to win it all. Ah! That's what it sounded like when I cut my balls shaving. Ah, oh, men, 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 men. You know, I hope you're taking notes here because manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Okay. You got the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 as a beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer. Okay? This makes your bad boys nice and smooth. Manscaped people, their engineering team obsesses over technology and the developments in technology to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, when I tell you this is premium, I mean primo premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can uh, shave your balls for 90 minutes. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower, too. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about how the Lawnmower 3.0 has changed their lives. They even included pics so I could see the smoothness for myself. And they aren't kidding. Them some smooth balls. You need to try this out for yourself. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Manscaped, I thank you. My balls thank you. 
Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code armchair. Your ball's going to thank you. Back to the show. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I, have to, I have to let my cat out of the room. She is meowing. And not Danny's going to let the cat out of the bed. Going to let the cat out of the bed. Yeah, no. Not- but yeah, I think I think that those two choices are right. Um, the but I think the best idea. Now, can we say what the best idea? If you can only implement one, would be because for me it'd be ties. Yeah, go, I'm gonna go with you, after, Danny. Ties after ten. I'm fine with that. Like, and I'm fine with hmm. it that way too. You know? I might actually go a little bit deeper than ten. You know, maybe twelve. But I'm with you on that. I like that. You, how many innings would you go? 12. I like 12. Like another another third of a game basically I would is what say I'm looking that at. I I I know that I that I go contrary to Michael on this. I'm not pro DH or anti DH and I know Michael you like the uh having two different rules for two different leagues. Uh but for me I you know I, I would I would like to see just one universal system whatever it is whether it's DH or I I'm a traditionalist so I believe more in the uh no DH rule. So that's where I would kind of go if I, if I had my choice there. See, but what happens um, then is as soon as you implement one rule, that's just the beginning of the end for the NL Central and those leagues. They're just going to change everything. It's going to be – they're going to make it – it's going to be the Cubs and the White Sox, the Twins, you know, all that shit. Like they're all going to be in a division. They're going to get rid of the leagues. There's going to be no point to the leagues. It's going to be an east-west system like they do in the NBA or the NHL. Like there won't. So guys, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we have some breaking news. Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just going to share this here. It's from Bleacher Nation on the baseball. Uh, it's no, it's from MLB. Oh, it's from MLB. Okay, well, I mean, but we're looking at it on Bleacher Nation. I am anyway. Um, so no, Bleacher Nation is now in charge. <laughs> I wish they were. We would already had it. Um, oh, I see. Carly, did you bring this up? Yeah. Oh, we both so, shared our screen at the same time. I, I thought that was me. Sorry. Sorry. Here, here's, for the- here's the issue right here. MLB has just released a statement about what basically they're mad because the framework was uh, uh, what should we call it? The framework is now off the table. They, they, they had a framework between Manfred and Tony Clark. And so everything that, that was in that framework, the universal DH is gone, which we, was an owner's concession. Guaranteed $25 million in playoff post is gone. $23 million in forgiven salary advances. Uh, the prorated salaries, the expanded postseason. Basically, it's saying that there are two questions that – to so that they can kind of come up with their schedule. The first question is whether players will be able to report to camp within seven days, meaning that the players have to show up by July 1st. The second is with will the uh, whether the Players Association will agree on the operating manual, which contains the health and safety protocols necessary to give us the best opportunity to conduct and complete our regular season and postseason. So those are the two questions now being asked to the uh, MLBPA. And so right now, whether the players are going to be able to report by July 1st, so every player I'm assuming is going to say, yes, we can do that. And then the other question would be whether they're going to agree to MLB's protocols. The one thing I don't see in here, and it's something to bring up, is that there was an opt-out clause for players in the season. 
So if you were deemed to, uh, let's say, I think Mike Trout and um, Houston pitcher that went to New York, help me out, fans, um, big kind, Garrett Cole, they both have pregnant wives, okay? And so um, in that situation, they could apply for an opt-out and say, look, I don't feel comfortable with this shit. My wife's pregnant. I'm not playing. And they would not, uh, they would be able to not lose their, um, they, their salary. They wouldn't lose their um, years of eligibility. Okay. Now you can also choose to not play. Okay. And you could opt out, but if the league says you don't have a valid reason, you don't have a pregnant wife, you're not living with an old person. Then at that point, you don't get your salary and you don't get your years of uh, arbitration years and all that stuff. Dude, Bill Sugis is going to have like half the league in his basement on his couch. <laughs> and and Ken Rosenthal is also reporting that MLB's current plan is indeed to go for 60 games, assuming they get responses from the players tomorrow. So when and where, I guess that's happening. One more interruption from the good people at betonline.ag. Because, you know, the sports world, it's coming back, baby. MLB's coming back. You know what's going to be back first? NBA. It's going to have its season in, the, in late July. Well, I guess so will MLB. But right now, there's UFC, there's boxing, there's NASCAR, international soccer. They're all back. And Bet Online has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and the matches. If you need more, Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for all of our devout gamblers to check out. So go to Bet Online for hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts and sponsors of the Sun Ranto podcast. And that's and like I was telling people all along, there, there was always going to be baseball played. It's just what was it going to look like? So instead of having a, a you know a hundred game season, which we could have had, we're now going to be cutting that even in half further to a fifty game season. And you know, I, this is probably the owners' last try to see if they can get the players to come back before midnight Eastern time, so eleven o'clock Chicago time, to see if they'll come back to the table and try to try to kind of work something out. There's a lot of saber rattling. This by no means is that it's over right now. That, that That's that's not what it means right now. It just means that the owners are kind of throwing in their in the players' court again to see if the players will respond. And if they don't, then Manfred has the right to do the 60-game season, which we talked about earlier. And, and you know, it's, it's going to be a mess. Yeah, but, and then we're going to see how the Rona – acts because they can have all the things that they want to talk about and let's see what COVID says. Exactly. And because, you know, look at all the, at least half the teams have rising rates of coronavirus uh, in their cities right now. Doing a pretty good job, but you know, we we were laughing that the plan baseball's great plan was to play in Texas, Florida, and Arizona. And right now those places are exploding with cases. Yeah, so just <laughs> the brilliance of Major League Baseball. Oh, we got this plan. So right when we're going to start playing baseball, we're going to have massive explosion of a of a pandemic in those very same places. Well, if those just, if those states would have been fucking smart, they'd have been like, not. "Oh my god, we might get all the baseball 
let's it keep it locked complete, down. It's complete. It was completely predictable that if in the reason they chose those states is because they didn't have any rules. So MLB didn't give a crap. Now the rest of us were like, Hey, I think I know how diseases work. And probably those places <laughs> that don't have rules are going to get a, like a large spread of it. Meanwhile, Trump's out there going, Oh, the sun will kill it. The heat will kill it. It'll just go away <laughs> by itself. You know, that's what he's saying. So all these Southern states are like, Oh, it's hot down here. We're not going to get the Rona cause it's sunny. And uh, you know, they were wrong. And, but you know who knew they were wrong? Me and everybody fucking else who lives up here that, you know, I don't know shit about science, dude. I got a fucking F in biology freshman year. The only part I know about was Punnett Squares that did the DNA that like, you know, you know how you got blue eyes or brown eyes or whatever it was. I don't know shit about dick. Did you, did, you exper- did you do that experiment with the marshmallows with the DNA? Where you made the little DNA strands out of the marshmallows and toothpicks? I never did. No, see, I didn't. Yeah, I guess I guess I didn't go to that good of a school. <laughs> they could afford marshmallows. Marshmallows, right. I, I don't know. We made our biology teacher cry one time. I think that if we were going to do the bi- the marshmallow thing, she canceled it because she hated us. We had I mean, the, the, the idea of doing it in those states had to do with the amount of stadiums within a certain radius. Yeah, yeah. But again... That's really what it kind of came down to. Again, when when you're talking about a virus, it doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? It doesn't care where the stadiums are. It doesn't care about that. All it needs is people, and then that's kind of the situation. And and so that's the question here right now is I don't know based on the statement. I've been kind of refreshing my screen. Uh, Ken Rosenthal's really been the one that's been on top of this. Um, I don't know. Again, those opt outs are those still the deal? So the the owners are asking, it's do the it. players accept it? So it's it's, it's got to be, but 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 it, it's a it's going to be a real sticky situation, and and it's 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 not going to be good. That's all I can say right now. I'm, and and the thing that worries me, and this is my big fear right now, is that you, you, we've seen the Phillies camp have players test positive Corona. Uh, if you're if you're an NFL fan, the Cowboys had a bunch of players. The Dallas Cowboys, including I think Ezekiel Elliott, have Corona. Let's say all of a sudden, hypothetically, Ezekiel passed out on stage in the middle of a set. Let Let's say the worst case scenario is the season gets canceled, and let's say there's a second, third wave, and the next season gets canceled. I promise you, after next season, there's going to be a strike. What if there's no baseball for three years? Worst case scenario. Because it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. What are we going to do on this show? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You know, There's only so many confessions people can make. Yeah. It, it, I mean, well, at least we won't have – and we won't even have a season or – the thing is, we can't talk about will there be a season or not for three years. Like That would really be horrible. And they are going to play baseball this year. I think some people are going to opt out of it. You know, in the end – I do think the players want to play. It's going to be, it's going to be ugly when it is not agreed to though. And just implemented due to the contractual agreement they made in March. That's going to be, that's going to be sad, you know? And And if you were listening today, um, JB Prisker, who's the governor of Illinois is saying now that, and again, Chicago, not right away, but Lori Lightfoot also mentioned probably soon is that sporting teams can operate with 20% capacities. So when you talk about Wrigley Field, that's roughly about, 
uh, 8,000 fans in the 40, you know, Wrigley holds about roughly 41, 42,000. So 8,000 fans would be able to attend a game if the virus in Illinois stays where we are, if we continue the downward trend. Danny, do you remember when I told you that they're going to start building walls in Wrigley Field? They're going to put the brown people over another one side, and the white people are going to be over the other side. Here you go. This yep. is their this is their yep. foot in the door right there. Yep. Build yep. some they, walls in Wrigley Field. They and talked about it at the first Zoom meeting with season ticket holders that season ticket holders would probably get the first crack at those tickets. The uh, eight thousand again. There's more than eight thousand season ticket holders, so it'd probably be like. It'd get divided up, but season ticket holders would get the first crack at some of those games. Sure. But let me, let me ask you guys and, and the and the people listening following in on us is that if 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 they did agree to have social distancing, so eight thousand people in a forty thousand uh, open air stadium at Wrigley Field, and you had the opportunity to get a ticket, would you feel comfortable going, Danny? I mean, I I would, but I'd go on like a Tuesday in the rain. You know what I mean? Like I would really do it uh, on a shitty day, and when when people would would just leave me alone, and I'd go by myself, and I would go completely alone, and uh, and and maybe sit in a in a faraway seat, like way up in the four hundred or what's it called now, the five hundred level. It's, you know, that's a four hundred level. Four hundred level now. Yeah, used old five hundred level. I'd sit way up, you know, and just by myself, and and I would do that. But I I wouldn't want to necessarily like be around a bunch of people screaming and shouting, because uh, you know, it's like that's how it's spread. Like it's in the air, and I would want to be because there's parts of the bowl like if you're in Terrace Reserved, like you're kind of in there. You might as well be at Jewel at that point. You know what I mean? Cause you're in like the middle of the bowl. Like it gets really sweaty in there on humid days. Like you'd kind of want to be in the farthest away place, maybe a standing room. I mean, bleachers would be okay if you're in the top row or something, but you wouldn't want to be down there either. Cause it gets pretty sweaty and COVID down there too. You know, here's the thing is that Danny, you know, this, I have been super, super on lockdown. I've been Wisconsin. I've been getting my like groceries delivered. I've been super cautious on this. And I, and, and for me, it's bad because I have FOMO. Like the second somebody says something exciting's happening, like I am fucking there. And What's this FOMO? has been fear of missing out. Well, fear of missing out. Okay. I never even heard that. Okay. FOMO. <laughs> FOMO. <laughs> fear of Danny out. just got caught up with uh, 2010. I know. So, right. <laughs> so, so, you know, for me, I've been at every opening day since 2000. I haven't missed one. And it would be so hard to not be there. Like, like I would do like a Danny, I, I might just go by myself and yeah. literally find the, the most remote corner of the ballpark. Cause there's no bad seats at Wrigley, right? Wear a mask. And you know, everybody, I mean, I, hopefully they would all be required to mask. If they weren't, I probably wouldn't go because you know, you're, you're using the bathroom. I wouldn't, I try not to use the bathroom. I wouldn't drink anything. I wouldn't need anything. And I'd leave my mask on. If, if I felt unsafe, but like I already sat at Murphy's, I sat at a restaurant with my mom for a while, uh, in Arlington Heights, which was kind of nerve wracking. I mean, see, the thing is, it's not fun because I'm nervous. I'm sitting there being like, there's a pandemic. It's invisible. I don't see this guy. I don't know what his life is like. He's standing right next to me. And you know, and you're thinking, 
I, I feel like everybody's got the Rona. Every fucking jogger that passes me, breathing all heavy. I'm just like, fuck you, dude. And I hate him. And so I don't want to sit there thinking about that at the ball game. Just, you know, as some vendors walking by me being like, beer here. Like if they have that guy, I'd be like, uh, no. I know there would yeah. be, there, there would be restrictions on concessions. I know that for a fact. I'm, so you I'm would not have me here. One of the things is bad is that we just hate people in general. So now it's just even harder to look at somebody and actually have a nice thing to think about. <laughs> just yeah, be I'm like, like oh, they might be okay. No, nah, he's not wearing a mask. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck I want to kill you. Molly votes asking how much are those tickets? We haven't been told anything. I don't know if there would be any difference. Now for a season ticket holder like myself, the Cubs gave an option. So I, I took the option that I I've let the Cubs have my money, let them roll with it instead of getting a refund. And then I get 5% interest on every one of the tickets. So, you know, in the end, it was, it looked like the, the financially smart thing to do. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that because I did, because a lot of people did want their money back, which kind of hurts the Cubs. Now, you know, obviously if you need that money, definitely take it. Who cares about the Cubs? It's your life, your money. But for me, I just, I got to spend, you know, I just said, take it. And so I'm hoping we get rewarded with the tickets and they're not ridiculously priced. I don't think they should be. I just don't know what the schedule is going to learn. Like uh, Jason says they, they imposed the 60 game schedule, which we talked about. And, and so I don't know what it would be, what it would cost if the people that would get the tickets would be the ones with the longest tenure. I've been there. I've had season tickets for 20 years. I've known people that have had it 30, 40, 50 even, you know? So I don't know how they're going to go through that process or if people that left the Cubs, the money, would get first dibs. I'm just hoping, uh, Raymond's hoping that it's going to be based on season ticket tenure. Raymond, do you have more than 20 years? If you got more than 20 years, take me with you. Because like I said, with my FOMO, I, I don't know if I could miss, I have to go to one Cubs game. I'm dying right now, guys. I, I, am, I am so struggling with the fact that there's no baseball. Right we now. already went in March. We went, or we went in February, March. We we saw some baseball. Yeah, but you remember, we, you know, I watched. Yeah, I did watch it. I watched some of it as long as I stayed sober, which wasn't long. But <laughs> he, I, made, I, I, <laughs> he only made it until there were were none of the starters in the game, which was like second inning. I would, I, I, I would definitely go to a game. I don't think there's going to be anybody in that crowd on opening day, though. So I don't think you're going to be faced with that problem. I, I honestly don't think Lightfoot's going to allow it. Like. You know, we're opening real slow down here. You know how it is. Yeah, and and so I would say that, you know, obviously, clearly, if there's a 50-60 game season, I would say at very minimum, let's go minimum, 35 games are not going to be played with fans. Yeah. That that leaves you with about, what, 25 games left? Yeah, and and we'll see what happens. I mean, I would definitely like to go to one game, you know, obviously, just to kind of check it out, but I I am going to wait for that cold, shitty, rainy, we're going to play anyway game. To, to go, I to get I, in for a buck fifty. That's the one. Well, that's the problem is now with only eight thousand tickets, or even if they get it up to eight thousand, because it might be way less than that. You know, they might be. You know, I know in. Um, it, I mean, I'd rather stand out by Ballhawk Corner, you know, and and kind of hang out around there. And if it gets too heavy, I can just take off. But um, you know, they might start with only a couple thousand people and stuff like that, because, you know, you still got to deal with like the bathroom situation because people are going to have to pee. I, I wouldn't want to go in there, but then you're enclosed. So you're going to have to mask up in the bathroom. So you got to trust everybody too. Plus you have to have, uh, you know, security guards and you've got to have some kind of concessions. Like I would imagine 
they're not going to make people, you know, n- not have food and drinks for there's there's going to be concessions. There's, it's just going to be obviously less than what you're used to. It's not going to be the multiple things. So they're going to try to keep you know a lot less concessions. Nobody, no, 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 no vendors that are walking around. That's not going to yeah, happen. That's not going to happen. Um, Maybe every trouble. other booth. No lines. You don't want lines. So, well, they're not going to be people, so there won't be lines. It'll be like 2013 up in the, there. The trouble, the trouble that I have is, is and Michael and Danny, I've both been at games with you guys. I, I struggle so much because, like, my temptation is like, I, I with you, Dan, smart thing to do, go to the game by yourself, kind of don't really interact with people, don't drink, limit your food consumption big time. What's going to happen, though? What happens to me, though, is when I park my car, and I usually park by Irving Park or Sheridan or somewhere right there, the second I get closer, like, the Wrigley, my smile gets bigger, and then I just get into, like, this fucking mode. And yeah, so I'm going to stop at, I'm going to stop at fucking Lucky Doors. I'm going to hug Nilo's, give him a hug. I'm going to pound a couple of beers there. No, I'm, I'm going to go in. in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> right. I'm going to come into the stadium. I'm going to see Kathy who works with there or anyone else that works there. Mike. Give her um, Corona. Kill her. Yep. Give, yeah, hug them. Give them <laughs> Corona. <laughs> and then like. Crawley event. Well, you're, you're going to see me on TV. With Crawley's a super spreader. Head, yeah. Like, hey, guys. Exactly. <laughs> and you'll be the one with a, your mask all sideways and <laughs> hanging over with your flag. You know, <laughs> not social distancing from Clark. Just, just everything going wrong. Um, <laughs> no, it, well, that's true. I mean, I, I believe comes echo in the night. You know, you know that they're going to really take it seriously when they start making Clark wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think Clark will mask up? Oh yeah. Oh, all the all the the CPBL ones have masks and stuff now. Like they have to do that. With I, I wish they would be doing it now. Yeah. The the fucking MLB has been very quiet on the Rona stuff. Like, you know, people may not like it, but athletes have, you know, a huge following. And it's always great if you're trying to keep people healthy to have athletes, you know, being like, hey, why don't you wear a mask? All, all we hear from is fucking Aubrey Huff. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not yeah, wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm a fuck mask. Fucker, rah, rah, alpha male bullshit. You know, it's just like, anyway, um, Recon writes in Nacho Macho Camacho needs baseball. <laughs> yes, 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 we do. Uh, you guys know, he's, he's always on beer money, him, and he's one of the followers, hollers. So much love to Nacho Camacho. Nacho Macho Camacho. Who now was it? Macho Camacho was a wrestler, I believe. Yes. Was, yeah, like in the uh, WWF back in the day. No, no, I think. That uh, is Hector Macho Camacho, and I believe he oh, was a boxer. boxer. Yeah, you're yeah. Right, you're right. Yeah, it wasn't a wrestler. Yeah, it seems like a wrestler's name, but it was. Yeah, he doesn't do the boxer does not do trivia like Nacho does. Nacho Nacho is a classic on Beer Money. Um, so well, we can move on from this. It looks like sixty games. Is anybody seeing this confirmed? It, it it is definitely it is. confirmed. Yeah, yeah. It's that, that's what's happening, but we don't know a schedule or anything. We might have to go once we get a few more details out of this, um, which we you know it's going to come out slowly in the next couple of days. I'm seeing MLB 
announces 2020 season. I don't know anything about a schedule. MLB will set a schedule and have a season. Um, so, uh, you know, but we don't know what it is yet. So we're going to have to hop on the mic again and do another show this week. I think probably yeah. to talk about all this and make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, One thing that always drives me nuts. Why do we always do an even numbered season? Like, why is it it's 162, it's 60, it's 80, 154? Like, all the fucking numbers are even. Can we get an odd number so that we have uh, winning teams and losing teams and no 500 teams? Like, that, I mean, come on. Let's, let's just, it, it takes, just get rid of one game, add one game. That's it. Minor, minor thing to do in the grand scheme of things. And then we just don't have this you know, bullshit. You're either a winner or a loser. That's what I want. <laughs> I agree. But instead, you know, they're going the other way. There's well, 160. Every, everybody can be in, in the game, uh, in the playoffs. Everybody gets in. You just have to be better than half the teams, which means that your team will never pay for another player again. They'll just be like, well, all we have to do is, you know, we, we just have to be and we're in. 81 and 81. Yeah. Like, 81 wins is what we're going for every year because once we're in, then maybe we can win. By the way, it was a little better in the National League. And the National League really was more competitive last year. The Cubs still wouldn't have gotten in, but I, I it would have been like the Mets would have gotten in and so would have Arizona, you know, and they were they were pretty far. Arizona was pretty far behind um uh, the, the Dodgers, Dodgers and the Mets were in third place. <laughs> so uh, that's, you know, it's pretty tough division. Um, anyhow, uh, should we move on? We got it. We got a whole new thing that we're sure. doing. We're, we're, it's the, uh, you guys are going to love this. We're, we're, we're going to take a week off of story time with Crawley, even though it has a great theme song, but I got a new, <laughs> I got a new theme song and uh, it's for Michael Cotton. So this is going to go along with our Cubs church. Check this out. Get on your knees and repent. It's time for Confessions with Pastor Michael Cotton. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, yeah. Here we go. What do you think? I, I've got, I got background music for you, too. I I feel like I'm... Uh, I, now I feel like I'm the the wrestler like uh undertaker right that dude just retired or some shit and i'm taking this spot yeah okay so if uh people don't understand what we're doing uh we put it out on twitter if you want to be part of the show uh all you had to do was let us know what one of your cub fashions is and that's something that you did or thought or talked about that is a sin to the baseball gods uh, made a few little like you know sometimes just being sad about something that doesn't count whatever you gotta actively do something that is bad so uh, you know the first one we got three of them here first one I'm gonna bring up uh, how do I share it guys is it up just to give you guys an example real quick as Michael's working on this, I told Michael last week, I made a confession. After the Cubs lost game three of the World Series, I kind of had the feeling they were done. I, I, you, I will admit that got into my head. Yeah, hold on. Can you guys see the 
the picture I just put up there? It's no, behind. It's behind to- us, Danny. You changed our oh. view, and, and you no, you stuck I, it behind no, us. I, no, no, you you put it in the wrong thing. You put it in backgrounds, so we'd have to actually completely remove ourselves. Oh goddamn! <laughs> yeah, okay, you put, it, you put it in the wrong thing. You, oh, you, you okay, know. technical difficulties. Yeah. Then, technical. Okay, then just give me one second so I can bring it up on my own, and then I will actually just read it to you. Yeah, yeah, you could read it. Uh, but these are all confessions. Mine was that I agreed to a tie, I believe, in during Game 7 of the World Series. Yes. Okay, so the first one we have here is uh, Chevelle saying... Uh, Jose Orlando. Ivy Envy and Bleacher Nation is starting to convince me of the NLDH. Ooh. Oh, Chevelle, yeah. come on. It's not good. The The DH was a magical mistake. It was a mistake when they implemented it in the first place, but it made for a much better, more interesting game. Do uh, 10 Hail Harrys, and you will be absolved. <laughs> I can't wait till you can do this from Cubs Church sometime. We'll have to send you out into the uh, into your backyard where Cubs yeah. Church is. Um, okay. The next one I have from uh, Corey Furlong. I fell asleep when they put the tarp on in Cleveland. Oh, Corey. Oh, no. Like, he, he must have been shit-faced. Oh, my God. We all were, right? We all were, but he fell asleep. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? What's the... What is the Dude. penance for this? It, I, I'm thinking uh, make one of those, like, lashing things that they slap their backs with. It's, it's got to be made of a, a string. A cat of nine tails? Yeah, a cat of nine tails. String with batting gloves uh, stuck <laughs> to it, and you whip your back with it. You got to whip your back. Uh, 69 times. Six, <laughs> 69 times for uh, – no, oh, I'm going to go 17 for the 17 minutes is all it would have taken you to to get through the rain delay. Uh, 17 times, whip yourself with your new cat of batting glove tails. Cat, cat of glove tails. <laughs> yeah. Are you sick of ads in your podcasts? I certainly am. I hate them. I fast forward them. Why would you want to waste your time with advertising? If you want something, you should just go and buy it yourself. As you have noticed, there's some ads in this Sunranto show here, and uh, I, for one, am very sad about it, that you had to waste your time listening to advertisements. But there's a way you can fix that. That's by going to patreon.com slash sunranto, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash sunranto. And for $1 a month, $12 a year, you get this show early and ad-free right in your own RSS feed. There are perks at every level. You can get all the music sent straight straight to you that I write early, ad-free. I don't know what you're waiting for. It's a dollar, people. Just pay it. One dollar. You won't miss it. You really won't. You won't miss 12. In fact, you won't miss five dollars. You won't. You just won't. Did you miss that five dollars that you found in your winter coat last winter? No, you didn't. 
So give it to the Sun Ranto Show so we can keep making shows for you. And you can hear them when God intended them to be heard on time. You're listening late. What kind of Cubs fan are you? I just don't get you, man. I just don't understand. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Do it today. Okay, this is the last one. And um, this one, this one could be damn near criminal. I'm going to need some help on it. Kevin Fiddler says, uh, also, I dosed KB at least a dozen times during BP from 2006 to 2010. I don't feel bad about that one, though. Mousy shouldn't have dug in too comfortably. He knew who owns that inside half of the plate. Hold on. Is he admitting to giving Chris Bryant LSD a dozen <laughs> times in four years? It must have been a microdose because that guy's like straight Disney. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if, he, if he was into LSD, you know, or I mean, it might have had to be a microdose, but maybe that's. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if KB just didn't know. He wasn't aware that he was being dosed by Kevin Fiddler. Wow. Now, Nacho wants to know, and, and I'm curious what the punishment would be for not celebrating the Zobrist and Montero runs in the top of the 10th of Game 7. Not, not celebrating them? He did not celebrate. Maybe he was trying not to jinx it or not get excited about oh, it. Oh, yeah. See, see, I don't think that's a sin because in his heart, he's he's saying, you know, it's like you're not putting the W flag out until the final out's recorded. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that's a sin. You're, you've are you got the the best intentions for your team at mine there. I, I say so, he's, he's absolved. Nacho, you are, you've heard it from Pastor Michael. You are absolved of your sins. I have a sin, and I've never confessed this to anybody before. Uh-oh. But because this is the first time we're doing this segment, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it here. Ready? I need a drink first. <laughs> 2008, be- opening day. I'm at the corner of uh, Addison and Sheffield. And they used to have right on that corner, there used to be a t-shirt stand that used to like be like off-brand shirts. And it was 2008, the first year of Kosuke Fukudon. Oh, no. We know where and, this is going. And if you remember, somebody, some they made a racist shirt of Harry Carey and it said, Hori Cow. Yeah, yeah, they did. And I said to myself, that shirt is going to be pulled tomorrow. I'm like, the second they get any wind of that, like, this is so bad. So I'm like, well, it is Cubs history. So I did purchase a hoary cow shirt. Uh, okay, uh, Crawley, that's that's going to be uh, 42 for Jackie Robinson's number. It's going to be 42 Kosuke Fukudomarias. <laughs> Kosuke Fukudomarias. He's still playing, by the way. Yeah, he's in the gym, the the Korean League, right? Uh, I don't know what league he's in. I didn't. I just saw that today that he was playing. I, I didn't really look into it. And I do need to bring up, speaking of the Korean League, that the only, the first, the first Cub employed, former Cub employed this year, was fucking Addison <laughs> Russell in the Korean League. He's going to be making like basically a league minimum MLB league minimum salaries. Is quite a pay cut from where he was, but five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand dollars to go play in Korea. 
But so, think about it. If you're Addison Russell, what do you got to lose? To be honest with you, like I'm not, you know, it's you take the money because it's a good chunk of change that he's getting, not big money like compared to other ball players. But it gives him a chance to showcase his skills because nobody would touch him with a ten foot pole. You know why? Because he was an asshole. And he's done too. They start there. But number two, he sucked. Okay. And so let's say all of a sudden Addison Russell goes to the, you know, if, if Tyler's in the KBB league or wherever, and he starts to kind of look good, look like the Addison Russell of 2015. Trust me, people are a lot more forgiving than when you're good. And Sammy Sosa was always Sammy Sosa. He was an always an egotistical me first prick, to be honest. But as long as he was hitting 60 home runs, Everybody was waving and bowing to Sammy. And the second he started sucking, well, I'll get rid of him. He's a bum. Okay. The guy didn't change at all. The only thing was his production changed. And so for Addison Russell right now, he sits there and he looks good where, you know, in Asia, there may be a team that's going to be desperate, willing to give it a call. And, and trust me, when fan bases think that somebody can help you now, if he starts sucking or he's, he's back to being a 220 hitter, they're all going to hate him for everything, but if he contributes, they'll forgive him. No, there, there's – I mean, as, as a human, the guy has huge issues, um, but unfortunately, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you're, you're going to have to move forward with your own life, and if you're a baseball player, it means playing baseball. And I hope we never see him in a Cubs uniform again, but whatever. I, I, I mean, I move I on, dude. I, I'm I'm kind of done with it. Like I said, it, he's just got to move on and do do his thing. And I hope he's somehow learned and gotten better. I don't really think so, and I wouldn't really want to be around him. But I, I hope know. he does. I mean, obviously, I hope I hope he becomes a better person. You know, people make mistakes in their life. That's a big one. Uh, you know, I I you know let's. A lot of people have gone through a lot of shit in their life, you know, and have issues. Hopefully they work on him. You know, he's a young guy. I don't think that he he deserves the to be to play in the major leagues, you know, because there's a certain sort of something else you got to have. Like, but to be in the major leagues, to deserve that honor of playing at that highest level because you represent so much of, I think, the the best of who we're trying to be. But let's face it. There will be wife beaters employed next year in the major leagues. And then, oh, no, let's face it. They're employed right now. Yeah, they're yeah. right now. They're getting fucking millions of dollars. So, like, to hold Addison Russell up and just, like, as the the only pariah when we're going to sit there and watch these other guys play, you know, who have done, it's, in many cases, shit that's far worse than Addison Russell did. Yeah. I'll always tell, and I always tell people this all along, is that don't let your ball players be your heroes because you will always – I, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot. He of wrote them. a country song about it. Don't right. let your ball plays be your hero. I'm just telling you that I've had a chance of meeting a lot of them. Uh, Danny, if you've been around Wrigleyville and, I, and since the nineties, I've been in the bars around Wrigleyville. Uh, you'll meet a lot of guys that aren't what they make themselves out to be. Uh, I would say the one exception that I could think of would be Ben Zobrist is really Truly a good person. There's a couple others, but a lot of players, even the ones that you like, even the ones currently on your team, there's a lot of things behind them that you don't want to know. And yeah. so I'll leave it at that. Is that not to forgive anybody's sins because only Pastor Michael can do that. 
but there's a, a lot of guys out there that have done some shitty things. It's just a difference of whether they've gotten caught or not. They, these are people that because of their athletic ability, their whole life, everything's been a pass. Whatever they do, whatever actions, whatever behaviors, shit, even, you know, even being in certain high schools, which aren't like powerhouses at sports, the best athletes get treated a different way. And so when you have that amount of entitlement of I can do whatever I want and there's no consequences, that leads to a lot of dangerous behavior when you don't have to when there's no consequences for your actions. So just yeah, kind of right, that. I mean, right. we one of it on this show, but even like Mark Grace and the slump buster, that's a pretty sexist kind of move there. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go out and fuck a fat trick. I mean, that's what it means. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody jokes about that, but, you know, he's out there using people and who knows it, just getting drunk with people and, you know, and, and people still joke about that stuff. So um, Jeff writes in, Chris Bryant seems like a good guy. And I think, and I think there are guys like that, that are, but you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I really our, our, hold on here. Breaking our good friend, the one of the great anthem singers of all time and the best bingo caller, even though he's never called my number in over 20 years. Wayne Mesmer is joining us here on the Sun Rant. And, and he said it and he, and he joined in right as I was talking about Mark Grace and his slump busters, too. Like, what about? Yeah, yeah he said, keep it clean, guys. Yeah, oh, Wayne, you're on the wrong show. <laughs> Wayne, 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 though, is, is like me. He's been uh, he's been uh, kind of quarantining in Wisconsin. Some beautiful pictures of where he's at. Uh, beautiful lakefront. But Wayne and Kathleen, two of the nicest people. And, uh, and uh, you know, I am so hoping for a cure for Corona because Kathleen and Wayne said that they would go Cubs caroling with us again this year. And Kathleen even offered up to have Wayne play the accordion. Wayne, I don't know if Kathleen told you that, but that's what she told me at Cubs con. So I I would love to have you guys out and that'd be absolutely wonderful. Yeah. You know, Hey, the next album, Danny, do a polka, get, get Wayne on some uh, accordion. Oh no! I'll do a whole weird Al kind of thing, you know, all polka <laughs> album. Um, but you guys getting an echo? I am, yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. It is, all, all of a sudden, we're getting some stupid echo. Just started. Just started. Yeah, sorry so about that, guys. Wayne Wayne is confirmed, by the way, for Cubs caroling. So, for those of you that don't know, Danny writes lyrics to uh, Cubs lyrics to famous Christmas carols. Uh, I know Jeff has gone with us before. Uh, Bill Sugas the other day showed us a picture. He was doing some walking to get in shape for it. Yeah. So hopefully the Cubs caroling will go on and Cubs convention will go on. We'll we'll have to do it like actual caroling, like where one person knocks on the door and we have to stand in the street like like they did back in the fifties. Usually that's what I my that's my job is I knock on the door and I and I stumble and I yell into the bar and get everyone's attention. Yeah. Yeah. We can sing in masks. I don't see why not. I mean, it all just all the spit will hit the back of our uh, our mask there. It'll be it'll be fine. We can yeah, we can get six feet between us. Yeah, we can get. In fact, it'll be cool because we'll like do a surround sound. We'll just like surround entire things with like you know fifty of us and do it in the round and just. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. be like the Who's in Whoville. All one of the most one of the fun, one of the most fun parts of doing the Cubs caroling is when we go by the ice rink. And we usually get a good crowd. They have the Chris Kindle Mart out in Wrigley Field, and uh, we usually we there's a couple steps. We all we look like an actual choir, and uh, the the skaters stop and the people stop and sing along. And we always have people join us. So, yes, 
definitely Jeff have a COVID Cubs Christmas song. I can guarantee we, we, that. We should call it COVID caroling. <laughs> <laughs> a little insensitive, but, you know, still funny. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of funny, I know we have some TFCs to kind of, like, pinch this show off here. Um, yes, we do. So, uh, I, I guess uh, I... I I'll share mine first. I got this one. This is just Luis. <laughs> Luis Medina, our good friend from Bleacher Nation and outside the Ivy. <laughs> he just, he, 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 there's a famous meme of Luis, and he's, um, you know, he's standing in the fence leaning seats out there in right fields, wearing his uh, obvious sh- shirt. Javi Baez is your favorite uh, ball player. And, he, and in the original meme, it's, uh, you know, Luis kind of scowling and looking up at the scoreboard, I believe. But uh, Luis says 2020 got me like, and he uh, photoshopped the crying Jordan onto his uh, his memed body. <laughs> so, and, and this is more of a visual. So sorry to the podcast listeners right now, but that's- I got one for the podcast listeners right here. Um, the Twins, according to CBS Sports MLB, the Twins removed a Calvin Griffith statue outside of Target Field on Juneteenth due to racist remarks. At which point, Decipio said the statue made racist remarks. Wow, it really is realistic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, that's weird. The talking statues out there in Minnesota. Very strange. Yeah. All right. I got one and I've got it uploaded proper. Oh, yeah. All right. Full Count Tommy says Lowe's has called me three times the night prior to confirm a delivery. They've given me a window to expect a delivery all three times. I'm 0 for 3 in actually receiving my delivery. And Chuck responds, if they miss a fourth time, it's called an Almora. Oh. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah. It, it. I enjoyed this from um, uh, Bob Nightingale. Oh, wait. No, that's – wait. What happened to it? It went away. Sorry. Oh, oh because I, I added a picture, so yours jumped. Yeah, now I, but now it's gone somehow. Is it screw the MLB, the owners, AJB? Mm, well, no, that's another one I got. I was going to close with this one, but here it is. AJB says, and this is uh, just kind of just a blatant, uh, I, I agree with him completely. Screw the MLB, the owners, Manfred, and the players. What a shit show filled with greed. <laughs> yes. Yes, AJB. I, I just, I just love it. He was just like, you know what? I'm just going to just tell you what I think here. <laughs> You know, it really is, though. It made a lot of sense to me. This one made me laugh, and it's for the visual, so I'll explain it. Stedman, a Sted Weasley a reporter, writes, a fuller view of the stadium as program begins. So they're, they're, they're showing the Trump rally that was in Tulsa the other day with a lot of empty seats. And uh, SCOTUS insider Jeff Everson said, Bush Stadium calls this a sellout. <laughs> yeah, true. So, so for those of you not in the know, the Bush Stadium calls everything a sellout. So they announce a sellout every game, and there's clearly always empty seats. Well, and they make the seats red. Their yep. stupid seats are red, so it looks like there's people in the seats. The Reds do that, too. So yep. it's really hard to tell. Uh, Cubs should make blue seats. Just saying. Well, they this don't one, need to, Danny. They don't need to. Yeah, there's people. This one did well, make not blue. since 2014. This one made me giggle a lot. I'm sorry. And and hopefully Wayne doesn't uh, Wayne's uh, now Wayne's made me nervous, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Balm Threat said 
my 72-year-old mother just informed me she's going to her first sex party and doesn't know what to bring. After some delicate questioning, gender reveal, mom. It's called a gender reveal. <laughs> yes, that one was hilarious. I thought that was I laughed a lot when I, I saw that. I did find my nightingale here. Uh, this is good. Commissioner Rob Manfred is scheduled to implement a 60-game season that will start July 29th, although no official announcement yet. And the property father writes back, will the Chicago Cuns play? <laughs> that, that was one of Bob's more famous uh, typos, I believe. I forget what it was. Yeah, it, I, the guy just does not read his tweets before he tweets them, does he? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, he, 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 there's a lot of things he doesn't do before he tweets, like, I don't know, check facts. Or think. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more? I no. do have one, but I'm going to save it till right before your song. But I did, you know, I, I do. We were going to mention this in the beginning. We kind of forgot. Uh, yesterday was Father's Day. And uh, I did want to wish all our listeners, you know, a happy Father's Day. You know, I know it, it's kind of a, a holiday that brings up a lot of memories for certain people. And, uh, you know, for me, it was my dad that kind of got me into baseball. So uh, I got a picture of baby Crawley here. 1980, 1983 in the bleachers. There's me right here. And I used to collect pins. I know Bethers was listening. I don't know if she still is. But that was a pin I had when I was a little boy. And there's my dad. This is a year after the, the line I were in the uh, Liberty Bowl. And so, you know, all the dads out there. And, you know, for Mother's Day, there's a different day. But for dads. For me and my dad, baseball has yeah. always been super special. It's kind of, it's weird. If you know me, I'm the loudest, most like personable, everything. And my dad's the complete opposite. My dad's a very quiet guy, never really says much anything. And so the one thing that kind of always bonded us together was baseball. And so I, when I think of Father's Day, I, I you know, I, I think of baseball and the Cubs right away. And I'm sure a lot of our viewers do too. Yeah. Someday uh, for Carl, Carly's, um, story time. You're going to have to tell us about when you were collecting pins and the crazy hat lady mugged you. So, <laughs> I, do, I, do wanna, I do want to hear that story. She took all all of Crowley's pins and then just to rub it in, she wore it to CubsCon every year. Yep. Just, just <laughs> humiliate me. So my last TFC is for Rob Manford and, uh, you know, Danny's mentioned the Bleacher Bum Band has re-recorded. Yes, Danny? Yeah, it's it's all. This is a re. Well, that was just me. Uh, I wrote the song, the version everybody knows. I wrote during the World Series, uh, and I forget why. But you know, Rob Manfred's hated baseball for a long time, so I forget exactly what specifically made me write it then. But I just uh, played it, you know, just live, and that's the version that everybody kind of not everybody, but it got a lot of views on Twitter and stuff. Uh, so people knew that song. But I wrote some new lyrics, and uh, yeah, Bleacher Bum Band's making a whole nine song album. Called, yeah, this has a rockabilly vibe to it now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still, I like it. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, the whole thing's more rock and roll. This whole album, I, I play a little jaw harp on it, and uh, you know, Bleacher Jeff did a great job. You know, we mixed it together, and he did a great job. We banged some garbage cans for the Astros out in our alley together. Social distance, of course. We recorded that, and I don't know. We just had a, we had a lot of fun. We've been making this. It's um, you know, kind of um, it's a rock album, and it's coming out so. And, and you can buy it at uh, bleacherbum.band. So buy it. So this DFC says, uh, more importantly, Rob Manford's middle name is just D without cursing. What do you think this stands for? 
Personally, I hope it's Dennis. And this is from the Wikipedia page on Rob Robert D. Manford. So what does D stand for without cursing? And Full Cow Tommy comes back again. It's very clearly Robert Dingleberry Manford. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my friends Dingleberry Dynasty, a, a fantastic band <laughs> out of Maryland. I, really good friends with those dudes. We had a lot of fun nights together. Um. So check them out if you like weird rock operas about uh, transsexuals. So <laughs> they're a great fun band. So, yeah, I guess I'll play the song and uh, we'll get out of here. Um, but, hey, I had fun tonight. This is actually a normal length show, hour 32. <laughs> we did a good job, but I'm sure we'll be back on here later on this week once some of these details start to hit. Uh, we'll have our first two-show week in a while because I guess baseball's going to start. We might have some spring training inter-squad games to talk about soon, which would be weird because it'll be at Wrigley. And, hey, we might even be broadcasting from down there if they let us down. Ballhawk quarter. All masked up, of course. So um, I bid you all a fine spagog, and uh, I'm going to play a little video I made for uh, uh, for uh, Rob Manfred Hates Baseball. So spagog. 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 Rob Manfred likes opening days in winter. Likes baseball games that don't go on too long. Rob Manfred likes more offense from the hitter. Likes using up the ball and hitting dogs. driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.